On this episode of the Dynasty Dumpster Fire podcast, a special guest and I go through the first couple rounds of a Dynasty startup mock draft. We discuss player values, who we like, who we don't like at their current ADP. So buckle up, get ready, and let's talk some Dynasty fantasy football. All right. Welcome back in. This is the Dynasty Dumpster Fire podcast. This is your host, Tanner, and I am joined today by a first-time very special guest, one of my longtime best friends. I've known him since uh, maybe fourth grade. Uh, mm-hmm. so we go way back. Uh, he's he's new to Dynasty, so I got him into the format here, and he said he would jump on with me, and uh, his name is Cantley. Uh, so how's it going, Cantley? Hey, hey, doing good. Doing really good. I've got some Baja Blast here, ready to jump into this and uh, do a little bit of a mock draft for everybody. Um, having a lot of control over each position, too, so people can kind of get a better feel if starting with Team 1, down to Team 12, kind of where to go. Yeah, so the, the, the plan for today is we're going to go through probably, I don't know how many rounds we'll get to, but we're going to go through and mock uh, a Dynasty startup. But instead of drafting from one position, we're going to go through and just kind of alternate picks, um, maybe give a little analysis on each player, why we would have gone that direction if you know we were the ones making that pick and, and see you know how much we can get through doing it that way. Uh, since you are the guest, I will give you the tough choice of who you're going to go with on number one. Who do you think is the first overall pick? Oh, yeah, just for context, just to be clear, this is 12 team. Superflex PPR, just general settings. Uh, we'll say it's tight end premium just for fun, uh, just so we have uh, we're clear on the settings. So, what are you thinking if you have the one hundred and one, Kaylin? I'm going Mahomes all day. Uh, he's just so consistent, fun to watch. Um, he's hard not to root for. So, yep. So I agree, and he's uh, he's kind of on his he's kind of in his own tier in a way to a lot of people. I mean, a lot. Some people think Allen is right up there with him. I mean. I just think Mahomes is just a, a different animal. 27 years old. The team is super committed to him. It doesn't matter who his receivers are. Uh, almost seems like a lock to throw for 5,000 yards, which is pretty crazy. So I agree with that pick. Mahomes is, should definitely go 1-1 one, one in, in all of your startups. So two is where it gets interesting, and I kind of have to go with my my gut here, uh, seeing as that we are in a real startup right now, a slow draft startup, and I kind of had a choice between, I was at the third spot, but I had a choice between a couple of these guys that I'm kind of thinking about here. Uh, so I'm going to actually go with not the one that everybody would think, which would be, well, I won't say because you'll probably go with that player next, but I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts at the second pick, strictly because of age. Um, he's a little bit younger than the other guy that I was thinking about. He also has really good rushing upside. The one thing I'll say about Jalen Hurts, and I don't know if this makes sense or if this is just me kind of spe- kind of just making stuff up, but it seems like his running style is a little bit more controlled than guys maybe like Lamar or Fields. Um, and it seems like he just is like, he's a little more careful about it. So the, the rushing, getting the injury concern doesn't scare me. Uh, he's got great weapons, probably the best. I mean, it's probably arguably the best team in all the NFL. Uh, Absolutely. He's 24 years old and just locked up that major, that huge contract, uh, that, that second biggest uh, after, you know, once Lamar got his. But yeah, so I would go with Hertz there at the, at the two. 
Uh, but I don't think you can go wrong with a couple guys here. So what are you thinking at three? Yeah, and that's jumping back to that. Like mm. through one through three, I don't think you can go wrong. Pick between Mahomes, Hurts, and number three, who I would argue go with Josh Allen. But I've also seen Burrow be thrown in the top three. Um, a lot of people go crazy for Burrow <laughs> more so than anything. Another guy that's young, fun to watch, and puts up some really, really big numbers. They score a lot. So, uh, but no, round three, throw Josh Allen on this. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, Josh Allen, crazy upside, um, great passer, uh, great, great, a lot of rushing upside as well. He's a, he's one of those guys that does worry you a little bit cause he, he likes to take hits. He's a big body guy and maybe he's a little reckless sometimes, but 27 years old, uh, he's a great pick there. Maybe a little concerned because Stefan Diggs is probably not long for Buffalo. And then you kind of wonder who is going to step into that that role that role but no, I think that's a good pick there. Now Diggs, he's 29, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's I mean he's he's getting up there. I don't know what his contract situation is. I'll have to look into it. I don't know how many I think he might this either this or the next year is the last year on his deal, I believe. Um so we'll have to see what happens there. Um at the 4th this is where it gets kind of tricky in my opinion. There's not a clear person that I think should go here. And it's between a couple of guys for me, but I'm actually going to go with, I'm going to go with Herbert here. Um, strictly because I think that he has more rushing upside than Burrow, although he didn't show that last year. Uh, he's got a new offensive coordinator. So Kellen Moore is coming over from Dallas. So I think that's going to improve his game big time. Uh, he's got the ability to rush. He's also got one of the best arms in all the NFL. He's a great pure passer. Uh, they has great weapons around him. They just added a first round wide receiver. So uh, 25 years old. I really like Herbert there, but I think that there's a couple of ways you could have gone. What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Yeah, so Herbert, and, and I assume I know where you're going next, but where would it be at the five spot? You know, I'm going to mix it up because I saw this happen quite a bit. So we're going to go wide receiver Justin Jefferson here. Uh, me personally, if I was rocking through here, I'd still want to grab one of those top five quarterbacks. But Jefferson can be a wild card. I mean, that's essentially like having another quarterback on your team, especially when you're talking two QB super flex. Um, he's a gosh, he's tough to beat. young. He's got everything. Yeah. And he also, I mean, he, even just for his value, he's the most valuable player outside of quarterback. So at 24 years old. So, I mean, he's got what he's got probably six more years of his prime at least. And he's, uh, he's scoring, you know, he's scoring insane amounts. He, he does fill, he's in a lot of scoring formats. He does kind of fit in and, and, and score as much as some of the quarterbacks. So I think Jefferson's a great pick there. And that's who you just picked in our recent one. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> it was a tough choice, but um, circling back around there to be able to pick up uh, Watson there on the second round, it has filled out the lineup pretty well. Yeah, we both went with our actual choices. I traded up to three and I actually went with Hertz over Allen, but that was kind of a tough choice. So, all right, moving on here to the sixth spot. You just made my choice even easier. Joe Burrow probably will not go to, or end up at six and most of your startups, I imagine he'll go earlier in ours. He went third, uh, I'm sorry, second, 
And there's just lots of things to like. He's tied to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, Jamar Chase for the long term. They have a great offense. His O-line got addressed and has gotten a little bit more solid since those concerns existed a season or two ago. And he actually had a little bit of rushing upside this past season. Not a ton, but I think he rushed for over 300 yards, which is something, right? And we didn't think that necessarily he had that in his game. So Joe Burrow is, is just... He's a great passer as a part of the one of those young ascending offenses. So it was between him and Herbert for me. Um, but again, I, I don't think you can go wrong with either one of those guys. I, I, I do like me some Joe Burrow. Absolutely. So moving on, we're at the one seven at this point, and that kind of leaves you with another interesting choice. So what do you think in here? And I can give you a list if you need to see here. I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson here. Hmm. Um, I like Lamar over Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. Um, you can make some strong arguments for Jamar Chase. Um, I know B. John Robinson, like he was chosen. Was he chosen pretty early or did he go 10th in ours? Uh, I started looking tenth. at so many of these that, yeah, tenth. I started looking at so many of these that it throws it, <laughs> it throws my head all over. But um, kind of depending on the type of team you're trying to build. First, your startup dynasty, um, I think you can make the argument in a lot of different directions for round seven. But uh, Lamar Jackson, he's tough to beat. He got his contract. He breaks fantasy with his rushing upside. He's only 26. Um, so I think Lamar's a good pick there as well. He is someone that I think is going to rise in value in, in after this season with the weapons that he has around him, with a better offensive coordinator than he's had in Greg Roman, who is, was notoriously run-heavy and didn't necessarily allow Lamar to sh- flourish as a passer. Um, so, yeah, I, I do like me some Lamar there for sure. I think he's a great pick. He went 11th in our startup, which I think was too late. I think there's some people that let him slip. So We were talking about that a lot. Yeah, I don't know that he should have gotten to the 111. So uh, this makes my choice easy as well. One of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL, I'm going to pick at eight, Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is kind of turned out to be everything that we thought he was going to be after you know people were doubting after that, that weird rookie year that he had with Urban Meyer where the Jaguars were kind of a mess and people thought Lawrence was maybe not the prospect that everybody thought. But then he comes out in year two with Doug Peterson as his coach and kind of balls out, right? I think he was quarterback. You have, I think he was QB nine on the season, which is for last year, which is pretty impressive. Uh, 23 years old, right? Part of one of the best young ascending offenses in the league. They just added Calvin Ridley. I think the sky's the limit for Trevor Lawrence. And I think honestly, he's one of the only guys that I can see jumping up into that top tier with Allen Mahomes and Hertz. Uh, if he has himself a good season here with just how much people, you know, are, are like him and his youth. You like Lawrence? Oh yeah. I don't like his haircut. Uh, some people <laughs> are all about that, but, um, now I'm always the guy shave that thing, shave it off. Let's go. It's kind of his thing, man. It's his, uh, yeah. <laughs> whatever that's called his, uh, yeah, it's, it's iconic for him. But um, yeah, T-Law, I like T-Law there. So this is kind of how I expect most of these these startups to go is quarterback heavy in the beginning. And this is what you'll typically see. This is what we just saw in ours. And this is, again, how kind of how I think it should go. I think all of these picks are pretty solid so far. So going into nine, are you thinking quarterback? Are you thinking another receiver? What you got going there? I'm thinking receiver. Like if it were me looking at 
uh, everybody lined up here. I'm not as big on Fields. I think he was taken a little bit earlier than everybody anticipated in our league as well, if I'm not mistaken. But I would go Jamar Chase here. Chase is another one of those, I mean, crazy high ceiling receivers. Tough to beat. Um, He's young on a fantastic team. He's got Joe Burrow throwing to him. Um, Mm -hmm. Offensive line-wise, definitely. (laughs) I hope it uh, picks up a little bit for him. But he has so much room to flourish. He's crazy, crazy uh, talented. Yeah, explosive. uh, And, you know, is ended up finishing – I'm trying to find – the yeah, so he was a wide receiver twelve last year, and I believe he missed four. Yeah, he missed four games. So that's pretty good. Uh, he can take any. He seems like he's just the kind of guy that you'll look up and and he'll take like a you know a ten yard slant and turn it into a sixty yard touchdown pretty regularly. Uh, and I was actually pretty happy with how much they they looked to him in the red zone last year too. It seemed like a lot of those targets that maybe used to would have gone to Higgins, they were looking uh, that that Burrow was looking Chase's way. So. I think, uh, yeah, I like, uh, can't go wrong with, uh, with Jamar Chase there either. So um, both of those receivers will should make it out of the first round, that's for sure. So if I'm going here at 10, I don't love Justin Fields either, but I almost feel like you have to take him, so I'll throw him there. Um, the things I don't love about Fields, and I've, I'll kind of say this, and, and a lot of people in the in fantasy kind of feel this way, is I don't think he's a great passer, or maybe he hasn't shown that he is in the NFL yet. Uh, his passing numbers, if I can pull up his player card here, his past passing numbers were pretty terrible last year, to be honest. Uh, he threw for 2,200 yards, right? 17 passing touchdowns, where he really just went crazy as the rushing game. Um, if he can improve as a passer, and gets a little more security long-term, then we're talking about probably, I mean, maybe a guy that could be right up there with Mahomes. But until he improves as a passer, and until the Bears are a little bit better, he doesn't feel safe to me. And it almost feels like if they're bad again, and then the Bears have a top pick, and remember they have two first-round picks. They have the Panthers, too, that they got in that deal where the Panthers traded up in the draft. If they have a high first-round pick, and they are losing again, why would they not take a quarterback? So he kind of feels risky to me. What are your thoughts on Fields? I know you said you didn't care for him either. I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I think, depending on how his season goes this coming this coming year, he may end with a question mark beside his name, and some tough decisions could be made. So uh, you're talking dynasty. You're holding on to these guys for the long haul. I don't see making uh, my first round a heavy investment in Fields. But when you're talking about being 10th through 12th pick, you are kind of limited with where you can go. Yeah, you almost kind of have to there at that point because at that point, all of the main, the big time quarterbacks, with the exception of maybe how you feel about Watson and some of the rookies, um, have mainly gone at that point. So, uh, you know, he he's a gamble for sure, and he's he's an amazing fantasy quarterback. We just don't know quite how good he is as a real life quarterback yet. And going into his third season, it's you wonder how patient the Bears are going to be if he delivers another bottom you know, five or 10 NFL, you know, regular season finish and the bears missed the playoffs again. So not a, not a huge fan of fields there, but I think he had to go. All right. Here's where we get to big tier drop off for quarterbacks. So what are you thinking here at the 11? If you had the choice, I guess I could expand your player range here. I just thought of that. There you go. Yeah, you're good. Um, I like CD lamb. 
I'm a Cowboys fan. I'll go ahead and admit that <laughs> on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but CD Lamb, he's is that who you're going with? One of those, upper, yeah, Sorry. for eleventh pick. Right. But you could argue here too. Um, like I said, Robinson, especially depending on your strategy coming into your start uh, for your new dynasty, you could go Robinson here and really start to pick out a very youthful team with a tremendous amount of upside. Um, but just depending on your strategy, I think going with CD Lamb here gives you a tremendous amount of flexibility as well. And then being pick 11, you're going to be circling back around as long as you didn't trade off that 2-2 spot uh, to be able to pick up maybe a strong quarterback in your lineup or wherever you kind of want to structure your your uh, strategy here in your game plan. Yeah, so CD is my dynasty wide receiver three. Uh, it's close. It's between him and, and Garrett Wilson, who I'm sure we'll talk about here in a bit. Um, CD just had an, an, an amazing season, right? Uh, 1,300 plus yards, nine touchdowns was the wide receiver five in PPR. So he kind of did what everybody was hoping uh, that he would do. Uh, according to the sleeper alerts and some of the, the things that we're seeing, he's about to get a huge deal as well, which we expected, right? The people sometimes have concerns with Dak and the Cowboys offense. And I'm sure you know this as a fan. Um, but you know, CD's a great pick there. I, I like CD and he's a, one of my favorite receivers in the NFL. So, all righty. So here's where I go. And I take the guy we were talking about here. I'm going to take Bijan young running back, right? 21 years old, uh, should have four to eight great years of production, you know, if we're lucky, you know, and that doesn't always happen, but that's, that's what he was drafted to be with that top 10 draft capital by the Falcons. So, you know, I think that he's a good foundational piece to build your build your uh, team around. And he also just has a bunch of value. So does everything. We'll line up in the slot and catch passes. So you got to go Bijan there just because of his youth and because of his, uh, you know, how insulated his value feels at the running back position where not a lot of players are. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they're going to run it down your throat <laughs> being yeah. the Falcons. Yes. So lots of value there. Yep. run uh, Second run heaviest team in the league last year, only only behind... Uh, the Bears. So I assume that continues seeing as that there were no major coaching changes and I don't know how good Desmond Ritter is. And so, yeah, if you're going to have any part of that, Pat, that, that Falcons offense, you probably will. You probably want Bijan. All righty. So this is the choice I was almost faced with in our startup. So I originally had the 11th pick and I ended up at the two, two. So you were close. So I'll actually have that pick, but here at the two, one, this is where it gets a little bit tricky as well. If this was you sitting here at the two, one, you just, you don't have to, I mean, you could say you just took Bijan. I guess we should probably start thinking about also the the players that that team already has just to kind of make this consistent. So if you start with Bijan, what are you doing there at 2-1? I'm probably going Garrett Wilson because um, that's going to be how I start to create that dynasty team. Uh, focus on young, lots of upside, um, just some all-star players that you can fill up the roster with, some of these young guns that – you know, a couple years down the line, they're just going to be uh, the guys that we're looking up to now, putting up all kinds of crazy stats on the board. 1,100 yards with Mike White, Zach Wilson, and Joe Flacco throwing you the ball all season. He has Aaron Rodgers now. I mean, it almost seems like he's poised for a nuclear breakout season is kind of what it seems like. He doesn't have a ton of target competition there. I think the second best receiver there is, I don't know what, Alan Lazard. Um, so you don't, yeah, it doesn't feel like that. Everything seems like it's set up for him to ascend even more. 
Uh, and he had all he hit all of those metrics that people look to as you know as rookie wide receivers to to kind of indicate if they're going to be successful or not. So I like Garrett Wilson. That's where I went with my second pick in this uh, startup that we're on now. And he also just holds a bunch of value. Um, people want him. He's kind of like he has a lot of hype around him right now, and I think it's well deserved. You know, based on what he was able to accomplish last year. And we both can agree that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is a yeah, upgrade compared to Mike White. I'm sure. Yeah, big upgrade. <laughs> so at the 13th pick here, and we'll maybe take this. What time, what's our time at right now? We'll maybe take this. We're 20 minutes, maybe through round two or three, depending on how much time you have, just seeing as kind of where we're at on this. Um, I'm going to go with pick two, two, and uh, the 13th pick here. Uh, look, whoop, somebody made a pick in our, in our, in our league. I want to see who that was in a second. Yeah, it was probably Marty, wasn't it? Yeah, you want to tell me who he picked real quick? Sorry, guys, we're going to pause real quick and see who the the startup pick was here uh, in our in our real startup. Who do you go with? Roshan Johnson. Roshan Johnson. So at the 12-3, mm-hmm. he took Roshan, which is a solid pick. I was looking eyeballing him at the end of the round there. So, All right, uh, so at whoa, the two- Whoa, 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 whoa. Before we continue, let's establish this. We are both from the same hometown, and so I want the listeners out there to truly hear the difference in how we pronounce Roshan. So <laughs> Roshan Johnson. Tanner, just back to back, Roshan Johnson. Roshan Johnson. I think people will hear a big difference in the uh what are you getting <laughs> in the pronunciation there. there. <laughs> yeah. What do, you, what do you mean? I get that all the time. Like people hear uh my accent, oh. anything like that, and they're just like, there's no way you two are from the same hometown. Yeah, I don't it's have the country. Miles really. different. <laughs> I also moved away. I don't know if that took a little bit of a way of it away, but yeah, we also, yeah, we go way back. So, uh, down kind of from the sticks, man. Uh, so getting back to the mock here, two, two, uh, I'm probably going to go with, this is where you start to think about quarterback again. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I am going to go that direction. I'm going to do what you did in our startup and I'm going to take, uh, where's he at? Deshaun Watson here. I think he's being a little bit undervalued. People are letting him slide a little bit based on, a small sample size of games last year coming off of two years of a hiatus of not playing football. And I think that he's just one of those guys that if people forget just too quickly or, you know, what he did the the previous four seasons, right? If you look right here, he's the, he was the quarterback five for three seasons in a row and through and, and and it was just insane and offered, you know, rush for over 400 yards each season, three, seven, five rushing touchdowns. So I think he can get back to that point. He just has to, I think having a full off season with the team is going to help a lot as well and kind of getting a little bit more acclimated and, and, and moving further away from those off the field issues. I think he's going to be a great, uh, I think he's going to be a great quarterback to have and is a good value right now. Everything you said, I hope it comes to fruition because <laughs> QB one, I'm uh, really hoping that he gets back to that top five. It'd be fantastic. Only 27. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's a good quarterback to have. If I would have stayed at that one eleven spot and not traded up, I probably, my thought process was that I was going to grab, I was going to go exactly how team 11 started and take CD and Watson. Then I don't know what you would have done there. Um, but Lamar actually fell there in our real startup. So honestly, maybe I should have stayed put, but I, I got hurt. So I can't complain. All right. What are you thinking here at two, three with a field start for team 10? With fields, I'm a big fan of St. Brown, Brees Hall, I mean, A.J. Brown, uh, all all these guys here that have proven themselves, but also you have that youth advantage. Um, 
Personally, I'm probably going A.J. Brown here. Yeah. Probably a close pick between him and uh, Brees Hall, but I like oh, a receiver on this end. I just jacked that up. Sorry. Let me fix this. Uh, sorry, I picked. I put the wrong player in the wrong spot. Yeah, so A.J. Brown. I like A.J. Brown, too. Um, the only reason I didn't go with him is just because he's a little bit older. He's 26, but that's, I mean, that's not old. Um, hindsight, maybe I should have taken him over Garrett Wilson. I just wanted me some Garrett Wilson, to be honest. I just wanted a little bit of exposure to that just because of more of what he can be and what I think he will be. But no, AJ Brown, man, is a proven stud on one of that be- those the best offenses in the league. I don't think you can go wrong there. And I think, yeah, I think, you know, I do think his touchdown, you know, his, his efficiency maybe comes down a little bit next year just because he was extremely efficient. If you actually look at his statistics, he had 1,400 yards on uh, a kind of below average amount of receptions, right? 88 receptions. So, you know, a lot of big plays if, if you watch the Eagles last year. But uh, yeah, I, def- I definitely think that's a solid pick there. So with the team that starts Jamar Chase as well. So I'm, I'm going at the 2-4 here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with, I think this is the point where you start looking at running back again, but I don't know for sure. I guess since he doesn't have a quarterback, give me Anthony Richardson here. Um, Risky rookie uh, quarterback. We don't know exactly what he's going to be, but has all the tools to be something pretty amazing. And I think that he is a, is a gamble for sure, but he could pay off in a major way if he develops well in, in Indy. So uh, give me Anthony Richardson there at the two, four. Yeah. And I agree with that. I feel like when you're starting out with like a Jamar chase, especially coming into this exact position while we're playing out, you see Richardson going in about that same area, that two, four, somewhere early twos, um, usually a company with somebody that picked up one of the wide receivers or like a CD lamb Robinson, anything like that. I don't have enough information on Richardson to really feel either way about it. I'm glad I didn't have to make that decision, <laughs> but if I had, uh, I would have probably did a little bit more digging, but um, that's just not my strategy coming into dynasty. It doesn't feel great having him as a quarterback as your quarterback one. Um considering he's not a guaranteed. We haven't seen a single thing out of him in the NFL. Uh, we don't even know if he'll start week one. I assume he will. He's the third, you know, he was a, he was a top five pick, but uh, you know, he just a lot of risk there. So yeah, I'm glad I also didn't end up with any rookie quarterback shares in this one because some of them, some of our league mates are going to be heavily relying on some of these rookie quarterbacks in that startup uh, in year one, which is not always a guarantee. What you think in here at the two five paired with Lawrence, Again, I, I like receivers here over running backs, uh, especially when I got one of the top tier uh, quarterbacks. Not that, you know, McCaffrey doesn't suit well with that win now strategy, obviously. And the Brees Hall, he's going to be an animal in due time. But I really like uh, St. Brown. I like his production. I like a lot of the things that are happening right now uh, there in Detroit. So I say grab St. Brown right here. Yep. I like Amonra too. Um, PPR monster should continue that with not many changes in Detroit in terms of, you know, coaching. And, uh, in fact, one of his competing targets actually is out for the first six games of the season. So I'm expecting, yeah, top 10 finish from Amon Ra. So yeah, great, great start with Lawrence there. And that's exactly how, uh, my dad started at the eight spot, which is interesting, huh? Yeah, that is funny. Shoot. Yeah. So team seven to pair with Lamar, this is where I probably, uh, 
I just, I love young receivers, man. I, like I, part of me wants to take Brees Hall here, but I still just think if I'm sitting here and looking at the guys on the board, I think honestly I'm going with, I think I'd take Jalen Waddle here. Uh, Jalen Waddle is a guy that I like him because he's kind of shown that he can do he can he can do things in multiple different ways. Like his first year, he was just a PPR monster. I do believe I think he took uh, broke the rookie record for receptions. I may be wrong about that, but he had 104 receptions his rookie year. So uh, that was before Tyreek Hill came to the picture. So obviously, when Tyreek comes over, he's going to lose some of those targets. But you saw what he was still able to do: put up 1,300 yards uh, and was the wide receiver eight last season. Uh, and did it with a lot more efficiency, right? Less targets, more big plays. Um, me and I think you and I were talking about this earlier. I kind of gravitate sometimes towards those wide receiver twos on their team because a lot of times it allows them to, uh, you know, kind of f- feast when when coverage is is kind of focusing on some of those other guys like Waddle with Tyreek Hill and Higgins with Chase and. Devonta Smith with AJ Brown. So yeah, give me Jalen Waddle there all day. I'm sad I don't have any dynasty shares of Jalen Waddle, but that's that's where I would go in that spot. Yeah, I can agree with you more. Um, and I mean, same thing too, right here with Burrow. I'm looking at the list here, and it's hard to ignore guys like Olave. Um, I'm sure Higgins is somewhere down there. He might be down in the 30s, but you start to see 31. You see everything when people are making their picks. And, I mean, you look at Kyle. Let's talk about Kyle, right? <laughs> He's just all over the place. But, I mean, at the end of the day, fantasy is so random, too. He could just be knocking down Ws for the foreseeable future. So, <laughs> it's hard to say. He's talking about our friend Kyle, who just is took just the weirdest approach in this startup that we're in. And either like every other pick was a rookie or a dude who was 32 years old. So, I don't, we don't know what he's doing. He also has Jimmy G as his second quarterback, so I don't think he's winning the ship this year, but who knows? Like you said, crazier things have happened. But um, Yeah, no doubt. Who are you taking here at 2-7? I like Jonathan Taylor here. Um, I think this is where you can start making the argument for taking some of those um, higher-producing, younger running backs that uh, you can really start. Gosh, you know, it's – Again, I almost feel like Olave, but let's go Jonathan Taylor here. Oh, yeah, I thought that's what you were going with, and I like the pick there. John Taylor's a good pick. People are forgetting how good he was in, in year two in 2021, right? He almost, I mean, he was dang near close to 2,000 yards, which is just ridiculous. Uh, struggled with injury last year, poor quarterback play, poor offensive line play, uh, coaching, a coach getting fired in the middle of the season. So uh, I think that you know, coming back to full health, uh, with a rookie quarterback, who's going to need to rely on him a lot. I love Jonathan Taylor. And I think he's, uh, I think he's solid value there. Who ended up with Taylor in our startup? Do you know? I'd have to look, but I mean, quick question. How are you feeling about Brees Hall prior to Jonathan Taylor? Cause I think Hall fell or no, we had a third round reversal, didn't we? So I think he was early third round. Yeah. Brees Hall went, Brees Hall went three, three. John Taylor went to to my dad as well. That's a good. Oh, so he went three five. Mm-hmm. That's pretty late. That's really solid. It's pretty late. Yeah, because Kelsey went really really early. Yeah, that was a little. That was a strange pick. So yeah, here to pair with the your guy Jefferson that you ended up with in the first round here at pick five. Uh, this is where I'm probably going. I think I'm going quarterback again here, uh, just because this is where it starts to get a little iffy. I probably am looking at guys like Dak Prescott. Um, 
one of the rookie, uh, the other rookie, Bryce Young, and even Kyler Murray, who will, I'll sh- try to get a chance to talk about later because I think he's just like the biggest buy in all of Dynasty right now. I, I got him in the fourth round of that startup, which I think is just absurd um, for what he's done so far in his career with his age and all of that. But uh, I'm, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Bryce Young here just because I think he has potential to be pretty special, uh, and I think you know he's he's a number one overall pick. The Panthers are heavily invested in him. And I like what I see. I like what I saw uh, from him at Alabama and a lot of his tapes. So I'm going to go Bryce young there just because of the shortage of quarterback. And another pick was made in our startup, Brandon cooks. You might, you might get to make a live pick on here. I doubt it, but that would be kind of fun. Um, all right. So we'll try to get through, let's try to get through two rounds here. What are we at? We're at 32. Yeah. We'll get through the rest of the second round and then we'll, probably shut it down for the day but what are you thinking here at at, uh 2-9 with the team that started justin herbert i'm probably going olave he's a tough guy to ignore when um everyone else above him starting to get on that uh on the end of their career age i guess if you will um with the exception of like a Brees hall but yeah i like olave here at this pick Man, this thing is moving right now. There went Juju. Sorry, we have a real-life startup that's just moving. If Kyle picks here, you, you get to pick. It'll be two hours before Kyle yeah, picks. <laughs> I want to get my hopes up there. Uh, all right, yeah, so I like Olave too. I think he's kind of just slight tier below Garrett Wilson, but but hit all the same numbers. I don't love the Saints as much as I think the Jets are, as much as I like the Jets offense. But, uh, yeah, Olave is a solid value there, and I think he's another guy that, that, should, that can still ascend and – kind of develop into one of those low-end wide receiver one types in the future based on what we saw his rookie season. So team three started with Josh Allen. This is where I am probably, this is get this is where it gets a little bit tricky, but I'm again, I'm going to go with Brees Hall here. Um, Brees Hall is somebody that I wish I had more of in Dynasty, and I don't expect him to necessarily be great in the beginning of this season coming off of the ACL tear. But what we saw in the in those those first six or seven games last season was very impressive, considering what we kind of expected from him. He seems like a guy that can kind of do everything, right? He was heavily used in the passing game, was breaking off big runs. ACL tears aren't great, but also they're not career-enders, right? There's something that most players come back from the next year. Uh, he may have a he may struggle a little bit, but I think he's great. Twenty two years of age and part of that offense that I that I love in in uh, New York. Now, if Dalvin Cook goes there, then we have a different discussion. I think he falls a little bit, uh, which is possible. All right, what you thinking here to pair with Hertz? I like being right here um, towards the end because given if this is not a third round reversal, right? If it's not third round reversal, I'm going probably Travis Kelsey mm-hmm. grabbing one of the. I mean, the best tight end in the league right now. Set yourself up pretty well. Um, and then pick up another tight end maybe later on just to accommodate there for the age. But Kelsey's going to do his thing on the field. Um, I'm sure Mahomes' team, they were probably <laughs> really hoping to stack right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like Kelsey here. This is just silly, right? He's 33, which some people are concerned about, but I think he'll, I mean, he'll probably play three or four more years if he's, I mean, he's been relatively healthy, but look how dominant he's been, man. Starting in 2016, tight end one, 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 tight end two. That was our Mark Andrews breakout year, I think. Uh, Tight end one. I mean, he's, he's, he's on another level, man. Like he's, he's his own, he's the tight end. He, having him gives you a huge advantage every single week that, 
I think there's there's like we've talked about, there's a couple of guys in the tight end range here that that are difference makers, and then there's everybody else. And I think I think it starts with Travis Kelsey and then it ends with like we had talked about, maybe Kittle or Goddard, and then it just really just drops off a cliff. So if you can get one of those guys in the startup, you definitely do it. And we both ended up with them in ours, which I'm happy to get Andrews, and I know you got Kittle, so uh, that feels pretty good in that in that startup. Uh, to kind of end us off here, uh, if I'm the Mahomes team, and again, we're assuming this is not third on reversal, just the way that I have this set up. So this is a great setup, and this can kind of also be an example for you, Cantley, as to why I made ours third on reversal, because you see how much of an advantage the top teams can get if it snakes normally, um, it doesn't even out as much for the back guys. Uh, but here, I mean, you can go a multitude of different ways here, but I would actually, and, and this might be, this is where I'm going to get to talk about him for a second. I'm actually going down and I'm thinking about Kyler Murray. I'm thinking about CJ Stroud. I'm thinking about Dak. Two is a little early for me, uh, but I'm going to do the same thing here. It's a little early, but if, you know, I'm going to grab Mark Andrews with one of these picks since he's definitely not going to make it back to me. Uh, if we, if you know, if if this is a regular snake draft, by the time you draft in the fourth, another difference making tight end in a tight end premium, those guys are very valuable. And then think about Mark Andrews, right? He's only twenty seven, and he's been pretty dominant as well, right? Top five, top six tight end for the last four years. So I don't think you can go wrong with Mark Andrews. I know you're a fan of him as well. Yeah, I like Andrews a lot. So this is fun. We could, I could keep going. This is this is a lot of fun to kind of talk about how would we how we would go about in these different positions um i'm gonna have cantley on again at some point uh if he's willing to come back and we'll do some more discussion maybe about the startup once it completes or once we start getting into the season i'd like to do maybe a weekly or bi-weekly series where a couple of us from the league get on and just kind of just kind of you know shoot the shit about the league who won who sucked you know whose players were good what we're thinking it's going to pan how it's going to pan out so uh I'm thinking that's going to happen, so stay tuned for that. Uh, this was a lot of fun, buddy. I appreciate you coming on and, and chatting with me and being so willing to jump into the world of Dynasty. Yeah, absolutely. Jump into the world of Dynasty, jump into the world of podcasting. You know, I'm just I'm down for it all, so uh, happy to be on. I hope I'm back on sometime soon. And uh, it looks like I've got a pick to make, pending Kyle, of course. Maybe we'll be talking a lot about Kyle too in a uh, recap weekly of uh, the bottom of the totem pole week to week. But he sucks. We'll find Kyle out. Just sucks at fantasy. Even in our redraft league, man, he's just like he's just always bad. Like, dude, he took Jordan Love in the fourth. Man, just uh, don't even get me started. But no, yeah, I'll definitely have you back on. We'll 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 do it again. Thank you for coming on and giving me your time. And uh, it was it was good chatting with you, buddy. Same back to you, bud. Um, and shout out to Kyle. We love you more than anything. But <laughs> yeah, you suck at fantasy. You're still our best friend, but you do suck at fantasy. Let's just let's just be real. Uh, but all right, uh, thanks for checking it out, guys. If you uh, if you made it this long, I appreciate you. It's a little bit longer than our traditional podcast, but if you could give if, you know any kind of love is appreciated. If they're on YouTube, like, comment. Uh, if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, rate the podcast, share it. Uh, you know, all of those things help with the engagement. I'm trying to continue to raise the engagement and staying consistent on, you know, grinding on this thing. So thank you guys for checking it out and, uh, you know, stay tuned and we'll talk some more dynasty here in the coming days.